Hi there, my name is Natalie Nation, and you're listening to Feed That Nation. graduate student, I'm a future registered dietitian, I'm a health educator, a content creator, and a self-proclaimed mac and cheese expert. I create content here on Feed That Nation all about college life, college health, and college wellness with the goal of helping you, my fellow college students, to be more successful, more confident, and more healthy in your student journey. I upload podcast episodes on Wednesdays right here to YouTube and to your favorite podcast listening platforms, and I upload YouTube videos and vlogs on Saturdays. Don't forget to go follow me on Instagram. I am at FeedThatNation and go check out my blog, FeedThatNation.com. Also, don't forget to check out my affiliate partner, Coconut Whisk. Coconut Whisk is a vegan, gluten-free, allergy-friendly baking mix company based right here in the Twin Cities. I love their products. You guys hear me talk about them all the time. I recently made their chocolate chip cookie mix and brought it to a family reunion and shared it with my family there and they liked it too. They were surprised that it was gluten-free. They couldn't even tell because it was just that good. So definitely go check out Coconut Whisk and when you do use my coupon code FeedThatNation at checkout, you get 15% off of your online order. I receive a commission from that order so truly everybody wins in this scenario. Go check out Coconut Whisk. Now, I wanted to do this episode this week because I feel like this is something that comes up a lot in my real life, but I don't think it's something that I talk about a ton on the pod, and I'm really invested in keeping Feed That Nation as authentic to myself as I possibly can, and so I wanted to bring this up and talk about it because this comes up in conversations that I have with family and friends. It comes up in conversations that I've had with people I've worked with in a more professional capacity when I used to work with a performing arts group and I would chat with them about nutrition, health, and wellness. This is something that would come up over there all the time. This is sort of just the bread and butter of how I love to start teaching nutrition and teaching health is what I'm about to talk about in this podcast. And so I'm really excited to share it with you. The focus of this episode is really thinking about different ways that college students can learn how to listen to their bodies and pay attention to what their bodies need and ultimately just focus on the foundations of what their body needs to be healthy. And healthy is completely relative and it's not even a word that I particularly like to use, but in this context, you know, What does it mean for your body to be at its relative best? What does it mean to take care of your body relatively well? What are the things that when you strip it all down to the basics, what are the most important things to think about when it comes to thinking about health? And I've got it down to six bullet points because I am a bullet point person, so we're just going to kind of work through that list. And one of the first things is obviously because I am a nutrition student, a nutritionist, uh, we talk about food. Food is an incredibly big, important part of health. And I'm not going to break it down into, you know, the nitty-gritty of the vitamins and the minerals and the the diets and the supplements and all of that nonsense because when you strip it down, it's all about getting enough food and getting a decent amount of nutritious food into your body a decent amount of the time. What this looks like for most people tends to be, you know, some vegetables, protein, carbs, fruit, dairy if that's what you do, 
getting enough food into your body. So eating breakfast, eating lunch, eating dinner, honoring your body's hunger and fullness cues, and making sure that a good number of the things that you put into your body have a decent amount of solid nutrition. That's honestly a fantastic place to start. If you are just now learning how to listen to your body and to take care of it the way it deserves to be taken care of, think about that. Think about, you know, have I eaten a vegetable this week? You know, do I have a protein source with this meal? When's the last time I ate a banana, you know? And thinking about making those just basically simple choices. Honestly, that's a one and done bullet point. I'm just gonna leave it there. You know, a decent amount of nutritious food a decent amount of the time. Second thing on my list of bullet points is water, staying hydrated. And again, this is one of those like, duh, stay hydrated things where you're just like, come on, Natalie, like I came here for like the hot stuff. Why are you telling me to drink water? But honestly, there are so many college students out there. Like like I talked about in my episode a few weeks ago, there are so many college students out there that are dehydrated and aren't drinking enough water. And that episode goes more into detail about it, but basically you need to be thinking about drinking about half of your body weight in pounds, transfer that to ounces, and that's about how much water you need. So someone who is 180 pounds, divide that by two, that's about 90 ounces of water that you should be drinking each day. On an average day is the key word there, because then when it's hot out like it has been this summer, when you're exercising, when you're getting sweaty, when you're just, hey, walking around campus, You need more water than that. You need to be honoring when you're thirsty, carrying a water bottle with you and refilling it, making sure that you're staying hydrated, that your pee is pale yellow or somewhat yellowish clear. Again, the very basics of caring for yourself involves staying hydrated. I'm kind of just whipping through this list because when I record this and get it done, I get to go to bed, but also this is just really simple. I want this to be a really actionable podcast with really, really simple, actionable steps that you can take today. Third on my bullet pointed list is sleep. And this kind of comes in two parts, getting enough sleep. So college students, you know, older teenagers, young adults, the traditional age college student, and even moving into some of the non-traditional ages of college students, late 20s, early 30s and beyond, we need seven to eight hours of sleep or more every single night. And I can admit that in undergrad and in parts of graduate school, I did not get enough sleep at night on a regular basis. But then the other half of that is not only getting enough sleep, but thinking about the quality of sleep that you're getting. You know, are you actually making the time to wind down at the end of the night? Are you leaving enough time so that you can go to bed and get enough sleep before you wake up in the morning? Are you setting your alarm? Are you setting yourself up for success in terms of having a comfortable bed, comfortable pillow, enough blankets so that you're getting a good quality of sleep. And if you're struggling to sleep, you know, if you have insomnia or other issues that are keeping you up at night like anxiety, are you tackling those issues so that you can really move forward and work through them and get enough sleep? This is challenging stuff, honestly, sometimes, but this is, again, the very basics of taking care of yourself and learning to listen to your body. Are you getting enough food? Are you getting enough water? Are you getting enough sleep? Fourth on my list is movement. And the reason I like to say movement instead of saying exercise or working out or physical activity is because I feel like movement is more all-encompassing of the reality of a lot of college students' lives where college students might not have enough time to go to the gym, but if you're walking all over campus and you're getting, you know, 5,000, 6,000 steps in, that is still meaningful movement. You know, if you don't have time to go weightlifting or go run on a treadmill, but you're gardening and you love to garden and you're getting outside and you're moving around and you're getting a little sweaty, that is meaningful movement. 
And I think that this is something that I know I've addressed in other podcast episodes in the past, but I love to revisit it, is the fact that movement should be joyful. You should enjoy being active and doing activities that you love and get pleasure and comfort and satisfaction out of. You know, getting movement should be more than just ticking the box, made it to the gym today. Getting movements should be something you look forward to. And I think, honestly, a huge part of listening to your body in college is listening to your body when it says, like, hey, I would really love to get a little sweaty. Or even if you are somebody who is relatively physically active, listening to your body when it says, hey, I need a break. I need a rest day. Number five on my list is hygiene. And this one kind of comes out of left field for some people because I talk about food, I talk about water, I talk about movement, I talk about sleep, and they're like, okay, cool. But then I say hygiene, and they're like, wait, what? And this is definitely more of a self-care thing than anything else, but honestly, like, is your body clean? Have you showered recently? Have you brushed your teeth? Washed your face? Are you making an effort to do these things on a regular basis with a routine that works for you? And honestly, if you have a mental illness, a chronic illness, a disability that makes regular hygiene challenging, are you finding ways to kind of navigate around the traditional ways of doing so and finding things that work for you? You know, maybe if you are somebody who finds showering really challenging for sensory reasons, do you have access to a bathtub? If you're somebody who just can't find it in themselves to wash their face in the morning, can you get those facial wipes and just give yourself a quick wipe down? Like, there are ways to stay clean. You know, even as something as simple as if you are just so in the depths of your mental illness that you're finding it challenging to brush your teeth, can you rinse your mouth out with mouthwash? Are you wearing deodorant? Do you own soap? These are, again, very basic things, but I think when it comes to taking care of yourself, are you fed? Are you watered? Are you clothed? Are you clean? All of these are just really basic things that are a fantastic place to start, and they create a fantastic foundation to build on. The sixth thing on my list is stress management. And you might be saying to me, Natalie, I'm a college student. I'm always stressed. I'm always stressed. And I'm like, yes, Natalie gets it. Big sister Natalie is just as stressed as you. College is just as hard for me as it is for you. Every college student has things that make their lives stressful. Every college student has things that they find challenging. Every college student has things pop up that they weren't expecting. But also, there are ways for every single person to find stress management techniques that work for them to help alleviate that burden of stress. Because going back to it, stress is really the root of a lot of things that prevent us from getting enough sleep and getting enough food and staying moving and staying hygienic. When we don't have stress management, a lot of those other things that are really all tenets of self-care fall to the wayside. And so if you're somebody who relies on medication to help manage your stress and manage any mental illnesses that you might be facing, are you taking your medications regularly? Are you able to refill them? Are you paying attention to these medications and whether or not they're doing for your body what they're supposed to be doing? If you're somebody who has different self-care routines in place, are you paying attention to how often you're able to do these self-care things? Are you really taking the time in that self-care routine to truly unwind, to truly reflect, to truly be mindful? Are you as a student or an employee or a future professional setting yourself up for success by arranging your schedule in such a way to avoid or mitigate burnout as much as possible? Are you holding yourself accountable for when you do set yourself up for failure in those ways? Are you learning from those mistakes? 
I hope that some of the things in this episode are resonating with you, and I certainly hope that of the six things I've just mentioned, that you have found something that you're like, hey, you know, I could spend a little time working on that. Because we all can. We all have areas within these different domains of, you know, the foundations of health and wellness to improve on, to work on, to continue to better ourselves in these ways. We all have things to work on. Our body has a lot of really cool little ways of telling us that we need to care for ourselves better, and I love that the more I tune into how I'm feeling and how my body is feeling, I can start to tell, oh, hey, I'm kind of dehydrated right now, or hey, I definitely didn't get enough sleep last night. And these are just a couple of examples of different ways that your body might be talking to you. And I want to reiterate that I'm not a medical professional. I am not licensed or registered. I do have six years of academic nutritional and health and public health information in my head right now that is informing this along with basic research, a lot of common sense. But I am not a licensed medical professional. And if you are concerned about medical issues in your life, please do not take this podcast as anything more than information please go to a doctor or another licensed medical professional to seek out health care. Our body, in a lot of really subtle ways, through headaches, neck aches, back aches, body aches, tells us when we're not taking care of it properly. Things like constipation or upset stomachs can also tell us that we're not eating great or that we need to drink more water. But honestly, I think fatigue is one of the most fantastic ways for our body to tell us hey, you need to slow down, you need to do more stress management, you need more sleep, you need to move a little bit more or a little bit less, I need you to eat more, I need you to hydrate better. And you might be saying to yourself, Natalie, I'm tired all the time, I'm stressed all the time, I never sleep enough, and that's just the way things are. But hey, just because college culture has normalized this does not mean it is a good thing, okay? You are absolutely 100 billion percent deserving of eating enough food, drinking enough water, staying clean, sleeping enough, managing your stress, and getting enough movement. These are all things that you deserve because you are awesome. You are fantastic. You are smart. And I believe in you. So if you have headaches a lot or if you're tired all the time, take that as a little nudge. Your body is trying to help you to do the right thing here. And obviously, if you're constantly having really bad headaches, if you're constantly so tired you can't function, if you're having issues like really bad body aches, back aches, if you're having diarrhea or really bad constipation or vomiting or something, like, you need to go to an actual doctor. Don't just take this video and say, oh, Natalie just said I have to drink more water and I'll be fine. Don't do that. But as far as focusing on the foundations, taking care of the basics, focusing on the six most important things, again, food, water, movement, sleep, stress management, and hygiene, that'll go a long way towards you feeling good, feeling strong, feeling confident, feeling healthy. I hope you've enjoyed this episode. It's going to be a short one, so please go ahead, like, subscribe, comment, review, give me five stars, do all the things, follow me on Instagram. I'm at FeedThatNation. Check me out Wednesdays and Saturdays for awesome content. I love creating this for you. Feed That Nation is such a joy in my life, and I am so happy that you, my nation, are here to share it with me. Until next time, my name is Natalie Nation. You're listening to Feed That Nation, and I'll see you soon.